Blog Talk Radio. My brothers and sisters, fellow entrepreneurs around the globe, it is 0600 Eastern or Romeo time, you nautical types, 1000 Greenwich or Zulu. This is Rudder Radio, your guide to thrive in any economy. I'm William Eastman, Managing Partner for Applied Knowledge Labs of North America with offices in Calgary, Alberta, Las Vegas, Nevada, Kansas City, Missouri, and our recently opened Atlantic Region office in Richmond, Virginia, which is hosting today's show. Um, AK Labs, or better known around here as The Labs, is a business research company that is changing the formula of success for companies from zero to 50 million in revenue. And I'm your host for the next 30 minutes, and today's show is on the second set of best practices that relate to brand and strategy. But before we start, a little bit of trivia. Um, you can join us now. Uh, live in the chat room by clicking chat now at our show page, which is blogtalkradio.com slash the rudder, and that is T-H-E hyphen R-U-T-T-E-R. You can call in and join the show on the air at 347-215-7471. That's 347-215-7471. You can uh, tweet me on Twitter. And it's not a tweet because I'm not a bird. So if you want and you want to join the show that way or give your thoughts, uh, my uh, screen name is W Eastman, W-E-A-S-T-M-A-N. Or there's always the blog, our ubiquitous blog that has all the show notes posted on a daily basis. And you will find the link for that on the show page or what you can do is simply Google the Rudder blog. And again, Rudder is R-U-T-T-E-R, and search that, and it should show up above the fold. Okay, where are we? Well, we are in show 8 of 43. This is the third series we've done. The first series was on the stages of fast and sustainable business growth. The second series was on the characteristic, the strategy characteristics of fast-growth companies or market dominators, companies that own their market. And this series is the details, uh, the black box, kind of a scary thought at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, We're basically opening our kimono. And so what we're going to do is we're going to take a look at the best practices. There are 10 best practices that make up branded strategy. We're going to deal with one of them. And one of the things I want to say about that is that if you think that's a lot, there's 34 best practices in, in total, and that is not all of these are important at the same time. And so as you build a company, each best practice has a initiating point. At some growth stage, this becomes a critical issue to the firm. If you don't do it, then it's always going to be an anchor, a drag uh, on the growth of the company. 
And I will talk about, as we close out, which stages of growth these predominantly appear. So stakeholder contribution. And I wrestled with the language here because what, we've, what we have is you always have the issue of what to call things. And so we picked stakeholder contribution when we did the, started doing the research in late 2002 because here's what we found from these companies. What they all did was they created a clear and compelling picture of the company's future that enables everyone, employees, suppliers, customers, and yes, even investors, to contribute. Now, you would say, why is that important? Well, the essence of what you're, we're talking about here is inside brand. Um, we talked earlier in this series about external brand, and in the second series about the characteristics of uh, very fast growth companies is that they all spend a lot of time and energy, not even uh, whether it was creating or enhancing their brand. Uh, but this issue is brand is very important. Brand is always superior to strategy because strategy is really the execution of brand. If you don't get that right, it's going to be very difficult for you to become a major player. So the, the choice you have is to do it early when it's easier or do it later. When you do it later, uh, typically what happens is you have to redo things. And then all that energy you spent building a reputation for yourself in the marketplace, very difficult to reintroduce a new name or a new brand for the company. So let's take a look at this. What are the attributes or the behaviors you find in companies when we talk about the inside brand? Well, attribute number one is a distinguishing mission statement. And that is basically creating a picture of the end game of what the company intends to achieve for whom. All right, distinguishing mission statement. And so and most of you who have built business plans and you do that using software, uh, some of the better software packages, what they're very good at is asking questions about vision and mission. And the way that they do it is a little bit different than we're talking about here. The end result's going to be the same. Is vision is a picture of the future, of where you want the company to be in the future. Uh, and it's written in the present tense. And there has some psychological effects about writing it that way because then you begin to act like it's true. In fact, in small business, we, you know, we typically, when we first start, um, is, uh, is that we pretend until it becomes true. Okay? And so that's kind of the, uh, the, the challenge that we got is you know, fake it till you make it. I don't want to say necessarily fake it, but I'd say act it, act it till you make it. And the mission statement is then what you provide to whom um, and why would they buy from you? And so the idea here is that you want to create that distinguishing mission statement. We talked about this in the second series at length, and that had to do with the fact